Welcome, and thanks for joining The Journey. Hi, my name is Leah, and I'm a worship pastor in Ohio and the creator and host of The Journey podcast and website. I'm on a journey to yes as I follow the Lord's leading in this season of my life, and I hope to inspire others to step out of the boat like Peter and walk on water, never looking to the left or right and getting distracted, but rather fixing your eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. My hope is that you find Jesus in your journey as you hear about my journey and the journey of those in the Bible who join Jesus along the way. I pray that you allow him to meet you where you are and you trust him as he takes you where he wants you to go. Enjoy the journey. Welcome to episode 28 of The Journey. Today's episode is another one of my journey episodes and it's a pretty fresh one for me, emotionally speaking, seeing as how I just dropped my oldest son off at college last Friday and as I was preparing for this one I kind of put it off to the last minute because I knew I would be wrestling with what I wanted to say and how I wanted to say it. And so I feel like I've been working up to this episode actually since before this podcast even started back in January. So it's really odd for me as I sat down to start to write out the transcript to be at a loss for words because I'm not even sure where I was supposed to begin and what I was supposed to say in this episode. And so I thought maybe it would be a good idea to just script it out and stick with the script because I wanted to avoid crying through the entire thing and And so I thought maybe if I avoided sitting down to write out the transcript and not start the conversation at all, it seemed like maybe it was a natural way to avoid the tears. But I can't do that because Wednesday is approaching and this episode needs to launch. So here we go. I'm going to take a little bit of a different approach to this episode because, again, I I didn't know where to begin and what to say. If you've been listening at all, you've heard me talk about this day for a really long time. And actually, I feel like I've been working up to this day since like spring of his junior year. I was like processing, okay, we're going to start a senior year. Okay, we're going to make it through senior musical. Okay, we're going to make it through senior show choir season. Okay, we're going to finish up senior tennis season. And then, okay, it's going to be graduation. And all the emotions leading up to graduation can't even come close to the emotions of drop-off day for move-in. And um, not even just drop-off day, but he forgot some things, so I had to go back a couple days after and take them. And the second goodbye, not knowing when I was going to see him the next time, was even tougher. So I thought, since I didn't know exactly where to start, maybe I would do something a little different. And I wanted to highlight some quotes that I found on an Instagram page. I follow a lot of different things on Instagram, and one of them is called Moms of Bigs. And this page has brought so much laughter, tears frustration, whatever thing you can imagine, as I've charted these new waters of um, motherhood, so to speak, and raising teen and adult children. And so I thought maybe if they helped me in this season, it might help someone else who's either walking through the season or going to walk through the season or approaching this season, because I know if you're a mom, this season will be your season at one point or another, or maybe you've already gone through it and you can just uh, smile knowing that you've made it through to the other side and someone else is is headed there as well. So the first quote I want to share with you, it says this, the toughest thing you'll do as a parent is letting your child go. And you're going to do it in a lot of tiny moments along the way when you don't even realize it's happening. But don't be scared. You signed up to put all your love into this little person so that when they go out into the world, they know you'll always be their home. Wow, that's That's a good one right there. So I want to start off by talking about the whole letting your child go thing. Again, if you've listened to any of these episodes, uh, specifically the My Journey part 
whatever episode you stumble upon, you're going to hear me talking about this idea of letting it go. Actually, I think I did one back in March. Um, and it, it, it was all about Psalms 46 and it says, be still and know that I am God. And it's a verse that resonates with a lot of people, but a lot of times people think of the word still as sitting still. I actually said this yesterday uh, as I was leading worship and, and as much as it is beneficial to be still in the presence of Jesus and to just allow yourself that uh, physically being still, the word still in, in this instance, be still and know that I am God, is actually, the word still is translated to letting go, releasing, and surrendering. So when I read this quote that says the toughest thing you'll do as a parent is letting your child go, I think about this idea of being still or releasing or surrendering and knowing that that God is God and God is good. And even when situations are tough and transitions are hard, um, and, and the reality of this quote that says, and a lot of tiny moments along the way, you're going to let go of those tiny moments. Boy, that is so unbelievably true. And I think a lot of times, you know, I think of when kids are, are small and you don't realize, you know, the last time you got them their own snack out of the drawer. And then the next day they're just doing it on their own and, and it doesn't register for you. Oh, that, that was the last I had to do that for them because you, you just aren't thinking about that. Or you're thinking the last time, you know, you held the bottle for your, for your baby because the next day your, your baby was able to hold the bottle for him or herself. And so again, those are, those are little moments I could go on and on. You've got your own moments along the way. Um, but so many little moments that you let go of and you don't even realize they're happening until they're, they're over. And so I, I've, you know, I've been thinking about this, even with just taking Zane away to a college and all of these tiny moments and things. Um, and I, <clears throat> I try, I purposefully tried to go over this before so that I would not become emotional, but like one of the things Goodness. One of the things that I didn't realize, now I'm sure in the back of my head, I knew that it was going to come to an end, but until it happened, I didn't realize was giving him a kiss on the forehead. Good night. Now I knew when I took him to school, he wasn't going to be in his bedroom every single night, but the last night that I kissed him on the forehead, it did not register for me that that was the last kiss on the forehead in his bedroom for some time. And so it wasn't until the first night after we dropped him off when I was like, oh man, I'm not going to get to go in and give him a kiss on the forehead. And he was always on FaceTime with his girlfriend when I would walk in and I would say goodnight to her and I would kiss him on the forehead. And I would say, I love you, buddy. Have a good night's sleep. And don't forget to talk to Jesus before you go to bed. And that was the last, that was the last of those moments. And another one hit me today. Goodness, it hit me so hard that I was crying in the grocery store. Shocking, I know, because I never cry. Yeah. Uh, but I went to the grocery store for the first time, only shopping for three of us and not four of us. And some of you might think, well, that's not a big deal. Well, it is a significant deal because for the last 18 years, I have been shopping gluten-free because Zane has celiac disease. And so I would be very specific about the the products that I would buy and the recipes that I would cook. And Today I went to the grocery store and I didn't have to put anything gluten-free in my cart. And that was a, 
a tiny moment <laughs> that I did not realize was going to be as significant for me as it was. And now, again, I worked myself up into this. The, I even remember texting um, Zane and his girlfriend, Ashley, the last time that I went big grocery shopping because Ashley ha has some specific snacks that she likes. And so when I would go to the grocery store, I would make sure to buy some specific snacks or some things that if she would be over for dinner, I know I could cook for her and um, some of the drinks that she likes. And so then I had Ashley's things and I had Zane's things. And so I remember texting them the last big grocery shopping, both individually and said, oh my goodness, this is the last shopping trip where I will be having gluten-free and Ashley snacks in my cart. And so I, I know I worked myself up to it, but it wasn't until that moment was done and over with. And I went to the grocery store today for the first time to shop for my husband, Quinn, my youngest son and myself. And I was like processing all of these meals. I'm like, okay, so I can actually cook like just one pot of pasta if I wanted to, and I don't have to cook gluten-free or I could actually, we could just have pizza for a night. Now there are gluten-free pizzas and I'm not going to go into all the things that I, adjustments that I make because that's not the point of this and nobody really cares. But anyways, the point for me is like, it's a bit different. It's way different. And so I had a moment. <laughs> I had a moment. I didn't realize, although I realized it was happening. And so I, I want to encourage you wherever you are in this phase of parenting. And I'm going to talk to dads too, because I don't know which, who's listening exactly, but Anybody who's listening who is a parent of any kind, savor the moments because somewhere along the way, it becomes the last and you let that moment go before you even realize that you've let it go. And then the second part says, don't be scared. You signed up to put all your love into this little person so that when they go out to the world, they know you'll always be their home. And that is something that I hope and pray for my children as they leave my home, is that they always know that my home is open, that they are welcome anytime, and I will always be at the door, ready to wrap them up in a big bear hug. So that's quote number one. Quote number two is pretty similar to that one, but I just thought I would throw it in there. And it just says, the bittersweet side of appreciating life's most precious moments is the unbearable awareness that those moments are passing. And I want to bring this to your attention because I want you to remember to appreciate every moment. Because then in that time where you have the unbearable awareness that that moment is passing and done and you don't get that one back, you have soaked up every opportunity to be present in that in that moment to snap pictures so you can have memories of that moment and and that you as it passes have those those things to reflect on you know i have been taking so many pictures of the most random things and i it's not like the whole stop pause pose and smile pictures it's just um i would walk into zane's bedroom and he would be laying on his bed on his phone and I'd snap a picture. I'd walk through the hallway and my boys were uh, play fighting, punching, if you will, uh, their banter back and forth. And I snapped a video of it while they're laughing and goofing. Zane walked into Quinn's room several nights before he, he left for college and was playing tug of war with his blanket about knocking him off his bed. And I just walked in and started taking a video. Why? 
because I wanted to capture that moment in time so that I can go back and watch it and listen to it because I was so aware that that moment was passing. And I was so aware that as precious as that moment was, I wanted to capture it and the laughter in the room and my boys together for a night because will Zane come home? Absolutely. He is close enough that he can come home and go back even in the same day if he wanted to. But I realize that even if he comes home, he's still going to go back. And then in a few years, Quinn's also going to go. And so moments are passing. So I just want you to remember, appreciate life's most precious moments because in the unbearable awareness that the moment will pass, I don't want you to miss those precious memory-making moments. And so that leads me to the next quote, which again ties very similarly into the other ones. I feel like there's a total theme here. Um, But it says this, at the end of every season of motherhood, remember this, you are not closing the book. You are just turning the page. There are lots of chapters left to enjoy. This one really got to me because I remember leading up to graduation and all of the chapters that were coming to a close, right? No more watching him in high school musicals. No more watching him take the stage for show choir. No more tennis seasons. No more um, having, you know, his friends over because they're all going away to school or, or going off to work or whatever it is they're doing. And so even though when he comes home, they're more than welcome to come, it'll be different. It may be a different group of friends. It may, so like all of these chapters were, were closing and I was so focusing on the grief and the loss of every one of those chapters as the pages of the book, so to speak, of life started to quickly flip. And so in thinking about that in this grieving process, you know, I got so wrapped up in the grieving part. And I, I want to pause and talk about that because it's so crazy to think about this transitional time of life as as a as grieving because it's so it's so important and it's so amazing. It's such a great opportunity and it's a natural part of life, right? So like, why in the world would you grieve something that's so good? And so I've grappled with this, I don't know if I want to call it guilt, but almost a a guilt over the amount of grieving that I have done. Again, trying not to be emotional. Goodness sakes, it's hard. I feel like literally it doesn't matter anymore these days. <laughs> I just think about it and I cry. So it's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. That's my mantra. A friend of mine made a shirt for me actually with that on it that I was able to wear on the day of move in to keep me grounded and to remember, even though it doesn't feel fine, you're fine. I I, I told Zane as he left, I said something you're going to probably hear from me a lot is you can do hard things. You can do hard things, son. It's okay. And I have to remind myself, I too can do hard things and this is hard and I'm doing it. So anyways, back to what I was saying about grieving. So I've had this, again, not, I don't like using the word guilt, but I feel like I've felt guilty about the amount of time that I have cried and grieved all of these chapters that are closing, knowing that there are more chapters left in the book, right? There's so much more to come, so much more to enjoy. I mean, In dropping Zane off at college, I met his roommates and my word, they are so, um, they're amazing. 
And so I'm looking forward to all of the stories and the adventures and the things that they're going to do together over these next four years. So it's not that I'm not looking forward and, and having joy in the moment in the future chapters to come, but it's so hard to close the chapter that, I, that I've known and that I've loved so much. And so, I mean, I even think about Quinn went to show choir camp and Zane came to spectate and watch. And that was so weird to have Zane sitting next to me watching when just last year he was taking the stage for the last time at his camp. And so watching Quinn up there by himself and then going to extreme camp and, and doing that by himself. And so there's a lot of things, you know, that Quinn is now doing um, successfully on his own, so to speak. He doesn't have the shadow, being in the shadow of his brother. He's stepping out and he's, he's doing his own thing. And so I have all of these new chapters and I don't want to miss those moments with Quinn and, and all of the new stuff that he's doing and experiencing on his own. And I don't want to miss all the stuff that Zane's doing because I'm stuck in this grieving cycle, right? So I want to acknowledge where it is. I want to acknowledge what it is. I, I will tell you another thing that hit me out of nowhere was the first dinner. We dropped Zane off on Friday, but we had dinner together as a family in Columbus. And um, so Saturday was our first dinner at the table. And I don't know what you and your family do for dinner, but it's always been super important to us that no matter when it is, whether it's four o'clock, 4.30, 9 p.m. because of our schedules, we have dinner together and we sit at the table. And so Saturday came and dinner time came and Zane wasn't there. And so the three of us sat down and we ate our dinner. And in the moment, I was laughing and enjoying my dinner with my family. And as soon as I left the table, it just hit me out of nowhere that that's not happening every night. Our, our family of three is happening every night, but having Zane at the table, is, that's, that's, that's a moment that's passed. And so that's a chapter that's done. Now, of course, when he comes back, we'll definitely be having some dinner together. And it may not be around our table. It may be out to dinner. But those are the chapters that I'm going to enjoy when I get those, those moments. And so I want to encourage anyone who is going through a transition of some kind, grieve the moments that you need to grieve. Do that. Do not allow yourself to shove it and repress it and ignore it because I'm going to tell you it's going to, the rug is going to eventually be pulled out from underneath you and it's going to be so overwhelming that you can't even handle it. But acknowledge it, allow the tears to come or whatever you experience in that moment and simply say that chapter's done, but there's so many more chapters left to enjoy. I just, I don't, I don't want to stay in a cycle of of grieving and crying, but I also want to acknowledge that it's not silly or or dumb or there has to be some guilty association to grieving it because I know that it's going to come and go in waves and it's going to come when I least expect it or it's going to come exactly when I expect it. So uh, another thing, and I'll laugh at this one, I'm not going to cry at this one, but I went to go do the first load of laundry. Uh, I had taken, Zane took almost nearly every single bit of clothing that he owns. And so we had done all of his laundry right up to the last minute. And so Saturday I had to do a load of laundry of just the three of us. And I went to switch the laundry from the washer to the dryer and I opened the dryer and there sits Zane's um, 
picks. He had he has an obsession with chewing on these plastic flosser picks. And they're constantly all over my house, all over the car, in his room, on the floor, and obviously in his pockets because they were in my my dryer and I got I, I chuckled and I snapped a picture and I said, Thanks for leaving this for me. I needed to to see a little piece of you here at my house. Okay, I promised I wasn't crying. <clears throat> so I'm not. So but it's those kinds of things that um that just bring me bring me a smile and uh and so anyways moving moving on to the next quote so this next quote that i'm going to share with you and it's the last one that i'm going to share is specifically written for mothers obviously if you're a dad you can take the word mom out of it and throw in the word uh dad but i am a mom and this one resonated with me and so i want to share it with those of you who are listening and this is what it says just in case no one tells you today you matter mom all the meals you make the clothes you fold the messes you clean it matters all the time in the car driving the sports you watch them play and the encouragement you give it matters all the times you listen the tears you dry the patience you find and the love you give it matters all the hugs and kisses you sneak in the praises you pass along the way the life lessons you teach it matters it matters every bit of it it matters because they need you it matters because they'll remember it matters because no one on this earth can love them the way you do it matters because you're mom boy does this one get me um i think so many times as moms we go through our day and we wonder does it matter you know maybe maybe we don't have the thank yous that we think we deserve or that we need. Maybe we don't have the, you know, the gratitude or the acknowledgement of, hey, you know, I, I saw that you folded my clothes. Thanks for doing that. I saw that you cleaned up the mess in my room. Thanks for doing that. Or thanks for coming to watch my game today. Or just thanks for listening or thanks for hugging and give me a kiss. You know, if you have teenagers and you most likely get the push away, like, don't touch me. I get that. <laughs> don't touch me. So sometimes you wonder, does it matter? And I want to remind you that it does. Every bit of everything you do matters, no matter how old your children are. I don't care if they are newborn or if they are 50 plus years old. Every little thing that you do matters. And so I want to remind you, make the meal. Fold the clothes. Clean the mess. I want to remind you, drive the car be the taxi, go to the sports and watch, give encouragement, listen, dry the tears, find the patience, extend love, hug and kiss no matter if you get shoved away, pass along some praise, teach the life lesson. It all matters. No one on this earth will love your kids the way that you do. So as I sign off on this episode of The Journey, my prayer for you today is that you are encouraged in whatever season of motherhood you find yourself. I pray that you know that you're making a difference and that you matter. I pray that Jesus would meet you where you are and you would allow him to walk alongside you and yes, even carry you at times as you maneuver through each season. Know that you are not alone and remember that you can do hard things. Thanks for listening to The Journey. I'd love to connect with you and hear your story and how you are journeying with Jesus. 
You can go to my website, leahmenzie.wixsite.com slash the-journey and click the contact tab to connect with me through the form. Email me at leahmenzie at gmail.com or check me out on Instagram and send me a private message. Until next time, journey on. <laughs>